It's raining. It's never going to end. It's never, ever going to end. Apparently, we live in Seattle yeah. now. Uh-huh. Um, hi, everybody. This is Tara and Tacos. I'm Christy. I'm Michael. And, uh, yeah, it is raining, and it has been raining for 40 days and I, Yeah, 40 nights. I'm, yes. If we're going to start seeing animals walking yeah. two by two. Yeah. But not homosexual animals. <laughs> just like... Just, uh, you know, only straight animals. Only straight Christy. animals. Come on. Did, did you see that picture, though, of the two male lions walking? Uh-huh. And I was like, who drew this? Because you know, those are two, two dudes. dudes. Yeah. Um, anyway, whatever. We're, we've gotten <laughs> off topic already. Already. Um, the rain seems appropriate because yeah. we are going to talk about a movie set in Scotland today. And totally. As far as I'm concerned, it rains there every day. I don't All know if that's time. true, but. All the time. Uh, we did have Torchy's Tacos today. We did? That's a repeat. We haven't had Torchy's since we had Paul Taylor. Oh, on, that's right. Yeah. I forgot on that. the show. And uh, we just. Love torchies. Yeah. And uh, what did you have? I had the brush fire, uh, which is basically jerk chicken. Mm. Um, it's with mango in it, which is delicious, which We've we have talked, talked about. about. We've talked about mango. Uh, and I felt like I needed something with a little uh, a little kick today. Yeah. I had a crossroads. Uh, you know, it's funny because I'm, I, you know, get words confused sometimes. And I always want to call the crossroads broad church. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm like, I had a broad church. I need a broad church. A broad church taco is like really sad. <laughs> like, <laughs> it does not make you happy no. at all, at all. You end up finding someone at the bottom of a cliff after you have a broad church taco. Anyway, I had a crossroads and um, that is a brisket and avocado and cheese. It's very delicious. Yeah. And Torchies is huge now. And I remember when I lived in Austin, it was, you know, it was... Um, a, a, truck. a truck or a trailer and we would wake up early uh when i lived there and then when i went to visit you'd, you'd go mm-hmm. wait in line and, mm-hmm. and now it's this huge thing so yeah. good, good for them good for them so michael yes christy do you believe in ghosts this this is a bold question and i ought to, it's odd i you and i were texting the other night i would normally say no mm-hmm. i i don't believe in anything uh-huh. um Watching, uh, we're going to talk about Malevolent. We'll get into it. Um, somehow looking at, um, countries that are ancient. Yeah. Uh, like Scotland or other places. I, I started to come around a little. Yeah. And, um, why? I feel, I don't know. Like I even wrote this down. Like you, you had talked about, this was a while ago. I think when we talked about session nine, you had talked about this idea of spiritual detritus. Mm-hmm. And I was starting to think when I was watching this, well, like, what is the level of that in a place that has existed for thousands of years? And so maybe, I don't know if I believe in ghosts in the way that it's like, you know, a lady walking through a house, but that that there, I I might be coming around on this idea that, that something can last, that, that there is still something there from the past. If something happened or whatever, that there's like an imprint or something, you know, I've heard some people talk about ghosts as, um, not, not necessarily like, I mean, well, I mean, they, they don't know they're dead. Right. That they still... It's yeah. just in, that they haven't figured that out. That or they haven't figured that out or, mm-hmm. or whatever. And the, the, the idea or the theory or whatever that a movie like, say, The Others puts forward, 
where um, you are actually existing side by side simultaneously. Yeah, yeah. with and and it is whether whether you are open to um, seeing that other side or whether you are um, in a vulnerable place. Right. right? Um, is whether you can whether you can sense or see or whatever. I'm I'm not sure what i believe for sure but i do know that i have been places where i have sensed something something either creepy or or I, that i mean in I, my college roommate who is one of our very good friends cameron mm-hmm. um when we lived our, our i think it was our second apartment together we both had similar dreams recurring about this what we believe is the same old woman yeah that we would both have these dreams where we would come downstairs because it was like a two-story thing and walk into the kitchen mm-hmm. and this old lady would just be there and we and like i think he told me he had this dream and i was like holy shit i had that dream yeah so that seems like i don't know man i don't, I don't know. know i mean that's and, and at this point in my life i'm kind of like well, who knows? I mean, I think that maybe 10 years ago, I would have been like, no, right. you know, but now who knows, man? Like, I don't know. There are more things, things between heaven and earth. Horatio. Horatio. Yeah. And I didn't, I don't think it's weird because, you know, I am, I'm not religious at this point, And so I am, I, but I don't think those things have to go hand in hand. No, I've heard that argument was like, well, how can you believe in this if you don't believe in God? I don't think that. And the, I don't think those, don't think things those two connected. things go together. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm totally gonna steal it because I think it's a great explanation. Um, but you know, and I know you have too. We just started watching um, the new Netflix series, The Haunting of Hill House. Get on this show, y'all. Get on this show, which is at some point we'll talk about it. Yeah. But you know, there's a one of the characters in the show writes horror novels or mm-hmm. ghost novels or whatever. And part of his job is he goes around and talks to people who claim that they have seen ghosts or have had ghost experiences. And the way he explains this is that he doesn't believe in the supernatural. He believes in the preternatural, right. which is more like everything that you experience has a natural explanation for it. We just, just don't, don't know, know it, it yet. yet. We just yeah. don't understand it yet. So that combined with the fact that, I mean, it's true that energy never dies. And right. it, it, you can't get rid of energy. It just changes form. Who knows? What? Yeah. Who I, knows what's out there? And I did think that was sort of a lovely yeah. explanation. Um, I don't want to give too much away because I think I'm a couple episodes ahead of you. But they do start also to deal with. Um, sleep paralysis. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. So I was oh, like, oh, right, we're right on it. We're on top of it. Okay. All right. I um, get ready for that. So the ghost talk is set up for... Um, this really great movie that, you know, I just kind of like happened upon mm-hmm. on Netflix called Malevolent. Malevolent. And it stars Florence... What's her name? Florence Pugh? Yes, I think so. Uh, yeah, she's really great. We share a birthday. I was Excellent. like, oh, Fantastic. we share a birthday with her. Um, and I can't remember the name of the guy, but that, you know, it's a Netflix original. I texted Mike and I was like, you got to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. And he did. And we decided that we would talk about it. And I kind of figured that this ghost movie would kind of like lead us lead down to other ghost, ghost movies. I also know. think it's cool because uh, I was thinking about this today because you also texted me the other night, uh, that you had just watched 
Apostle, yes. which I still haven't seen. Yeah. So as far as Netflix original, whatever that means, whether they put money into it or whether they ended up just distributing it, yeah. I don't really know. But it really has, I think, given a lot of smaller, really well-made independent films a chance. Yeah. Whereas in the past, they would have just disappeared. Right. Um, right. It's, I find it very exciting because now all of the best haunty stuff I'm finding it on Netflix. Yeah, and it's going straight to streaming, mm -hmm. but that's, I know we've said it before, that's not like when we were kids and something would go straight to DVD or v, v, uh, VHS, sorry. DVD um, too. Yeah. And it meant it was bad. It meant it was bad. Like the, the studio was like, fuck this, we're not spending. We're just, yeah. yeah. People will, will watch it on the name recognition alone. alone. So let's just let's, release yeah. it. This stuff is good. Oh yeah. This stuff is good. And I, I, you know, speaking of haunting of Hill House, we'll get back to malevolent, but I love the original film. Um, and so I was a little bit skeptical mm -hmm. about what mm -hmm. they were going to do with it, but they've gone, not in a completely different direction, but but kind of like yeah. a different direction no, I, of what the original film is about. And I think the the one of the best compliments I saw Stephen King um, said, you know, he said I normally don't appreciate uh, these sort of reimaginings. Right. He said, but I think this is actually brilliant, and I think Shirley Jackson would have loved it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, we would never know that, but I feel like if King's weighing in, the guy yeah. who fucking hates Kubrick's version of The Shining. Right. Um, right. That it's, uh, yeah. It's pretty great. So, Malevolent. Yes, um, Malevolent. Malevolent takes place in Glasgow. Mm -hmm. Or, well, it opens, and then the, the protagonist, Angela, who's played by Florence Pugh, um, she attends university in Glasgow, and I think she's like a psychology student yeah. or something uh -huh. like that. she is. And her brother... Also lives in Glasgow. They're American, aren't they? This yeah, is the question they're I'm ask. so they're American. I think you find out it's it's really quick in that conversation she has with her grandfather, who's Scottish, who's Scottish. That uh -huh. her mother, uh, basically at some point in her life, without telling her family, fled quote unquote to America. Oh, okay. And so they are American. The children are American, but they are their mother is Scottish, mm -hmm. and so they're they still have their grandfather over in Scotland. Yeah. So the 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 movie opens, and um, f f um, Angela and her brother and two friends mm -hmm. are getting. You just see them kind of getting ready. They're getting all this equipment together. Um, and they're about to go to somebody's house because apart from being students at the university in, uh, Glasgow, they, I don't know what, they don't specify, um, they are also like paranormal mm -hmm. hunters or yeah. whatever. And we should point out it takes place in 86. 86. That's right. Um, which... I think is super significant. Uh, is absolutely, and we, we can get more into that, but yeah. Right. Um, so it's not like they're paranormal investigators now, no. where there's like 27 television shows about it. No, the whole conceit is that Angela has a gift uh, for you know being able to contact the other side or, or see ghosts or whatever, mm -hmm. and her brother um, runs this business. Yeah, and they claim that they can come clean your house you yeah know? yeah and uh we kind of quickly learn in the first kind of um situation that um 
It's a con. Yeah. Her brother is a, is a charlatan mm -hmm. and she is in on it as are the two friends. And mm -hmm. they, yeah, they set up, they have these little tricks that they set up in the house to make the person believe that it was haunted and that they have cleaned it. Right. Except, except, except as is always the case that Angela actually does, does have, have the a gift. gift. She does have a gift. Yeah. And I, I will say, um, without giving anything away, I thought the opening was maybe the most effective yeah. moment of the, the movie. I agree. It's the thing that hooked me. Yeah. Me too. Uh, it was the, the, the event that I think we're both talking about yeah. the same thing was the one that made me go, Oh, oh okay. shit. Yeah. yeah okay. Me too. I'm going to watch this. Me too. Uh, and so then what happens is that we have a situation where, you know, the brother is because he's a charlatan and he has his hands in many pies and he owes, he owes money because he's clearly like a, he's a drug addict or I, think, I, I don't know. I don't, they don't specify right, he's a drug addict. He owes money to some bad dudes. To bad dudes. Yeah. And so they get this opportunity to, of course, go to a creepy mansion in, yeah, in, in the country, in the country in Scotland, in the Scottish in the country countryside. in Scotland. And, uh, so they go do this, but initially they get the phone call because they've got these flyers. They put these flyers out and they get the phone call from, you know, sh this woman. And it just so happens that Angela is the one who picks up that call. And this is after the incident that she's had at this initial place. And she decides, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. I don't want to do this anymore. And, um, somehow the brother finds out and he says, so she gets the call. She says, no, we don't do that anymore. Uh, she tells the woman. And um, in the meantime, she goes and does a little bit of research on the house. Yeah. Um, and finds out some terrible things. Yeah. That essentially was a, it was a, a foster home. Yeah, it was a foster and home. And that several young girls had been, had been murdered, murdered. Had been murdered there. And then the brother finds out that she says no to this gig. <laughs> and the brother says, the brother calls the lady back and says, no, we're coming. Yeah. Uh, and then that's where our story really, really, really begins. Right. Um, yeah. The opening is almost like prologue. Yeah. And then, and then the main part of the movie is, is dealing with this, this house and yeah. discovering what actually happened there. Right. Um, um, so what'd you, I mean, what'd you think? I really, really enjoyed this movie and I would suggest everyone watch it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the first two acts are really great. Mm -hmm. I, I think I sent, I was talking to you about this a little, I think the third act works. I just wanted, I wanted a little more. It felt a little rushed to me at the end. Yeah. I, I agree on, on a second viewing because I remember watching it and texting you and going, Oh, you got to watch this. This is great. And, uh, you know, yes. And so I watched it again with what you had said in mind. And I thought, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in that third act that I wish had happened and it didn't. And it felt like, oh, we got to wrap this yeah. up. Yeah. And you and I talk a lot about uh -huh. this. Like, um, I feel like, uh, I feel, I feel like Christy. Um, <laughs> We're having a lot of feelings today. I wanted Angela to have to discover more. That, right. That's where I felt like it's sort of missed. And again, I, I still think everyone should check it out. There's doing some great things. Right. And this is definitely a movie for me that will go into like the rotation yeah. of ghost movies. Yes, definitely. I love so I don't, I don't, ghost movies. And my, my, dis, I don't want to say disappointment. Like the things I hoped were 
at it or whatever mm-hmm. doesn't take away from the fact that I think it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, I wanted her to have to discover more to get to the, like, kind of payoff that we right. get. Right. And I, like, I, the reason you, you'll notice that we're not super talking about the story is because I really, I, I, we really want people to go watch this movie. It's yeah. A, it's and there are many, movie. like, you know, there are twists and stuff that we don't want to give away. Right. Um, about it being set in the 80s, um, what do you think about that? I you think were, you were going to say something. I earlier. think it's important. I think I, there's a couple things. One, I, it's set in the 80s, but not in the way that, like, Stranger Things is uh-uh. set in the 80s or House of the Devil is set in the 80s. Right. The point of it is not nostalgia mm-hmm. to me. And I think we are going to see more and more of this mm-hmm. with uh, things that are, I put, casually set in the 80s or the 90s. Right. Um, because it's a small cast, you really only see the, the 80s in... The high-waisted blue jeans. The high-waisted blue jeans, which apparently are coming back, and my uh, wife is very upset about it. I know. It. Um, and the car. Right. And the AV equipment. Right. And that's it. Um, but it doing that uh-huh. eliminates so much. It gets rid of cell phones. Right. It, Makes it that, um, you know, when you're in the country, you are disconnected from the world. Uh, it makes the equipment they have to use cumbersome. Right. Which I think is important. Mm-hmm. And they're able to sort of dazzle, I'm doing air quotes, uh, <laughs> the, the older generation. Right. Because they're kid, you know, they're kids. They're kids. They're in their twenties <laughs> and they're like, so the older people are like, oh, they see this AV equipment, you know, like this right. camcorder. The, the and camcorder that, what's his name, is walks around Walks with. around with, and it's hooked up to multiple televisions, and they're like, oh, well, these people must be for uh-huh. real. Yeah. Whereas now, it's like, I mean, God, there's nothing. Like, there's nothing that you, you, that you couldn't, yeah, I, I, I just think that nowadays, it's, it's, with all the fancy technology that we have, and, and the fact that you know, you literally have a movie-making device that you can hold in your hands. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's hard. That stuff is hard to do. Yeah. And then also, I mean, and we talked, I think this, I'm sure this has come up. I mean, um, I think I have a friend who is an incredibly talented writer who, and I may have said this before, but he said, you know, modern horror movies are 10% plot and 90% justifying why nobody's phone works. <laughs> and, uh, I think this is a way around that. <laughs> right. You know? um, right. I was going to talk about that. I was like, oh, you know, they say it's 86. I think 86, it's right? 80, yes, yeah, it's Glasgow 1986. That's the beginning of the movie. And uh, really, like, you hear it in the club, uh-huh. the music they're, the music listening, they're listening to, to. the high waisted blue jeans right. that Angela is fond of wearing. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and that's about the rest of it to me looks like nineties, quite frankly. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. I, it, it was like, and I'm not even saying this as a knock no, on no. the film. I just don't think it was that important. Important. Yeah. It's like, it's a different time. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. yeah. And, and because it's in Scotland or, or someplace like Scotland, when they go to the country, I mean, you're now in a house, a manor home or whatever, uh-huh. that stood for centuries. Right. So the idea that it's the 80s doesn't even matter anymore, you know? Right. Because everything there is so old anyway. Yeah. 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 And um, they've all, I mean, that you get the feeling that the people who have lived in the manor house um, have kind of been stuck in another time. In another time. time. Yeah. That, that, that. 
for them, it might as well be the the 40s or whatever. It doesn't right. matter. Right. Um, um, but so, yeah, I thought that was an interesting, clever way, and I thought they handled it pretty quickly and easily. We mm-hmm. didn't... It, yeah, we're not going down a nostalgia rabbit hole in right. this movie. That's not the point of it. Right. The other great thing about this movie that I think it does really well without without trying to ruin the plot or the story is that you, you like all great haunted mansion, haunted manor house, haunted country home films, you think you think you know what you're getting into. Uh-huh. You think you know what your heroes are up against and you think you know who Right. The, the villains, villains are, are or who yeah. the monster is or whatever. And I always fall for it. And I know that when I fall for something like that, uh, that's good storytelling. Yeah. And, and, and they do that really well. They do. And I, one. and I think the way they, um, the, the, some of the larger scares I think are handled incredibly well too. The first one that we're, that I don't want to give away because right, it really is so like, good. oh shit. Is so simple. simple and so simple, so simple and so well executed. Right. Um, from, from the way it's shot to the way mm-hmm. she plays it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there isn't a lot of, I don't think there's any CGI n- or very, very little. Very I think there's very little, little CGI. And that first one. I think is an in camera. It effect. seems like it, and if not, it they. I mean, the way they handle it's the great. The way they handle it is great, and it's yeah. So I, I, I did. I thought that was incredibly effective. Mm-hmm. Again, to me, I don't know exactly how much this movie cost, but this seems like a lower budget film that really, right. really works well. Right. They. Someone said you can use the this manor this, house, yeah. and there was like f- six people maybe yeah. in the cast. Yeah. Um. And then, you know, they, they, there's, there are two, two British actors in the film that I recognize from watching a lot of BBC that are kind of like big time actors. actors. The woman who owns the, the house. house and the, the man who plays the grandfather. So the two older, yeah, the two older actors are, are older British character actors that here in the United States, people wouldn't know who they are, but I'm sure that over in there, Great they Britain, would. it's like, yeah. oh, it's that person and that person. Um, I've seen them in a lot of stuff. Uh, and if you see them, you will go, Oh, I've, oh, I've seen, seen that, them I've seen that person. Um, yeah. I mean, there's, there's something about, there's something really beautiful about these haunted manor stories. Uh, it's, it's always somebody who's, and this goes back to what we were talking about, whether, about whether you do believe in ghosts or whether you don't believe in ghosts, but this trope of, in order to be open to it, in order for you to be able to see it, in order for you to be affected by it, there's some, you have to be kind of wounded. Yeah. Or broken. Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, I, I, I'm doing a, a, I'm in a play right now and I share dressing rooms with, uh, the great Liz Michael who loves New Orleans. She loves going right. to New Orleans. And, you know, she talks a lot about how that city is, haunted and i've been to that scene yeah. and you definitely feel, feel something. like a, yeah. something there that is not the humidity but she talks about going to new orleans and being very open about like i am here to do no harm i am i'm just here I'm, to uh... i'm here to party <laughs> i'm here to have a good time i'm here to be happy and i am doing no harm and if you enter a situation like this going 
I'm scared. Right. And I'm I'm scared of what's here and I'm scared of how it's going to affect me and I'm scared because right now I'm in a vulnerable place, then those things are going to, to yeah. find a way in. And I mean, I th- think we see that in session nine. Oh, totally. I mean, you know, we see that. We see it in the others. The others, You yeah. see it in the orphanage. You see it in pretty much like, um, th- there's a really great movie that I love called, in Great Britain, it's called Full Circle it's like an old movie from the early seventies and we know it also as, um, the haunting of Julia. And it's, it's the, you see the same thing there. Somebody who has been through a super traumatic experience in their lives and they're trying to deal with it. And for some reason in the movies, they always go to some haunted house right. or like right. they go to, they don't know it's haunted, but they always end up at some creepy place, place yeah. with lots of rooms, which, yeah, which to is, me, that's, that is like, that's the, haunted. That's the last place. Like, why, yeah, would, why you would you go, go there to a place that has 150 rooms? Right. right. That's know? run by like an old lady that never leaves. Mm, Come yeah, on. Like exactly. that's the same event. Yeah. That, that's really crazy. Me, I would go to the beach. Yes. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, and this we have Angela, like, you know, their mother is dead. Right. They're, they're both siblings. And, and dealing with clearly that. there's something that happened yeah. with the mother that, that... we don't really... Yeah. Th- it wasn't... It, it wasn't like the lady died of, of old age. No. Something happened. Something happened. Um, and, and both siblings are dealing with it. The brother is... I have to say, to, to me, the brother was hateful. Oh. For the whole movie, I really, really hated him. Me too. And I could not wait for the moment until something happened to yeah. him, which is terrible to say. But um, no, he is—he's—he is a shitty, shitty human being. He's a shitty brother. Yeah. He's a shitty brother, and then—and he's her older brother. He's her older brother. Yeah. And uh, but he does redeem himself. Oh, yes. Yeah. But I mean, like, it seems you know, and I think it's purposeful that he's the older brother. Like, he's supposed to be taking care of her, mm-hmm. um, and he's really shitty to her. He's using her. Yeah. He doesn't. At first, he doesn't believe. He doesn't really believe that she has right. a gift. It's just a. It's a marketing. A tool. marketing tool. And she's 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 struggling. Yeah. She's struggling to to have to deal with with this thing that's what, happening to them. I wrote this down because we had just talked about American Mary. Um, point in them being American. I was going to ask you about that too. What was that about? I don't you know. know um, I know that Florence Pugh is British. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the... The the brother is, too. I don't think there are any actual Americans in the movie. Um, So I thought, is it it the idea that they... And maybe this goes along to with what you're saying. Not only are they... Not only is Angela struggling, she's in... She's in a place that's new uh-huh. and different. She has that line where she's like, we came here to start over. Right. So I, I guess that could be part of it. Because it didn't feel like the usual sort of, we're going to make characters American so we can shit on America. Right. Which, again, I have no problem with. I have no problem Obviously, with that. Obviously, you and I shit on America weekly. All the time. But it didn't feel like that. It didn't feel like American Mary in, no. that, in that regard. No, but it does feel... As though, you know, uh, other countries who have ancient history. Yes. You know, people who live in places that have been around for castles or fortresses or buildings that have been around for thousands of years or not even not even buildings, but just like structures, Uh you know, uh, have an inherent respect or have an inherent recognition of, of like 
this has been here like for a super, super, super fucking long, long time. time. And there are things that you don't, there's a respect for it. There's a respect for, there are things that are not explainable. Right. No, that's great. And so, and so you have like, Americans because, because we like to tear shit down. Yeah. Like I think in, in, you know, for, with, with the exception of some places in New England uh-huh. that where there are structures that have been around since, you know, the pilgrims yeah, came like 16, over. Yeah. Hundreds. 1600s. Um, but even that is still, it's still 1600s. New. That's yeah. relatively new compared to, to like fortresses and castles. I mean, when I was in, in Scotland, uh, mm-hmm. I've only been there once. It was a long time ago. Uh, it was when I was right out of high school. Um, I mean, we went to like Hadrian's Wall, which is is Ro- Roman ruins. God damn it! Roman ruins. God damn it! Yeah, I will say it again. It's it's crazy, and the sad. I, this is I don't want to you know have to get into this whole thing. The sad thing is, is of course we had people here thousands of years sure. ago and did everything we could to eradicate right. their. And I think that's. I think. Yeah. I don't think the movie's trying to make the point of like, oh, Americans are bad or right. whatever. I just think that. What it does do is that it illustrates that we don't have the same history. Right. We don't have the same innate respect or, or recognition that there are things that are like super, super ancient. Yeah. And, and that we, we're the things that are not permanent. Right. That's great. Yeah. You know? Because here, you know, in Dallas, we love tearing shit down. Oh my God, dude. If you, you live know? in a house here, like, like, it was built in the 60s. Like, yeah, oh, like, well. Wow, that's really amazing. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, the, the other thing about that is it's like, oh, it's, it was built in the 60s. You should tear it down. Right. And it's right. like, what? You know? Um, yeah. So I, I think that's what it was trying to do. And I think that that's what, what I think. That's no, I, what that's, the that's, I think that's of, a great point. That as these two American kids in Scotland. Right. Who have no idea yeah. what it is. And don't really have the respect that. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, a lot of these people who live in these manor houses, you know, you think they have a giant house or an estate and you think they're super rich and they're actually not. Right. You know, and a lot of the attitudes of people who live in these country manor houses in England and Scotland and Ireland, they see themselves as caretakers. Yeah. Of these places. They don't really own it. Right. In fact, it's the other way it's around. It's the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. There was the, 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 is it the lodgers? Yeah. Which is another great, right. like, right. home in the country. I can't remember if it's England, Ireland, or Scotland, or Wales. It's, it's one, one of those. those. Yeah. And that is, like, Wales. truly, like, this, we belong to the house. The yeah, house the doesn't house belong, does to belong to us. us. Lodgers is also another right. ghosty, I'm telling you, haunting man, Netflix movie. Netflix is, yeah. like, turning them out. The mm-hmm. lodgers, uh, malevolent. Uh, I just saw Apostle and Apostle is different. It's not haunted. It's not haunted mansion in the countryside, but it is ancient island. I, okay. You know, and, and off the coast of Great Britain, uh, off the coast of Scotland, I okay. guess, where, you know, there's a community of people that live there. But I think it speaks to the same thing. It speaks to this idea that there are things that are ancient. There are things that are, it's way older than us that, that right. we don't own. We don't and, and can't really comprehend. Well, what was you have an awesome Scottish oh, story? Yeah. So like Malevolent reminded me, I have a one of my former students, her name is Zoe Roberts. Um, and she was a student of mine at, at Booker T. Um, for those of you that don't live in Dallas, Booker T is the high school for the performing and visual arts here in Dallas. And 
so I, I have a lot of cool students, uh, ex-students and, and students that, that now live everywhere. And Zoe, uh, goes, to, she goes to school in Edinburgh and she, she, <laughs> it was just funny because I had just watched Malevolent and she, I got a, a message from her on Facebook and she goes, Oh my God, Miss Christie, I'm living in a horror movie. And I was like, Fantastic. what? What's going on? Please <laughs> tell me. So outside of her dorm, she, she came home from class one day and the, the cops were digging outside her dorm window and she discovered that someone had reported something or other. And apparently there were bones that were found outside of her dorm window oh, and man. and um she was like i'll keep you up to date and i was right. like all right you awesome. gotta keep it so every so often she was sending me these like little updates and this is just like a few weeks ago so it's not that long ago and then the next message i got from her was that it was confirmed that the bones were human and so they packed up everything and everything was very secret okay. and they weren't telling anybody and they took it away and she thought, oh, it's over, you know, right. she was kind of sad. Um, and then like a week later, she came back and the police were, were there back again? digging up again because apparently there were more human remains. Wow. Yeah. And I said, so like, where do you go? Is this, you know, like what school? And, uh, she told me that the, the dorm where she lives has only been around since the sixties. Okay. So she doesn't live in like a super, super old, old. kind of Victorian building or anything right. like that, but the campus is old. old. And, uh, up to, from what she knows, they're keeping it super, 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 super hush, hush because apparently there's more stuff down there. So, wow. Yeah. So she's like, I will keep you abreast that of anything fantastic. that goes down. She was very excited. Yeah. I mean, I went, um, I told you, like, there's a place in, in Ireland, uh -huh. in Dublin called St. It's St. Mikan's. Uh, it's a church. Yeah. St. Mikan's. Um, and they have a crypt, St. Right. Mikan's crypt. And because of, I guess, however, the land, I don't know if it's because of the peat or what, um, they have these natural mummies. Right. Oh, my God. It's one one of the weirdest, creepiest things I've ever seen. Um, you just like go down, they take you there, and you're like in this weird small space surrounded by earth. Um, but they've set it up where you can look through glass, and there are natural mummies. Yeah. And one of the natural mummies was a crusader, like was an actually fought in the Crusades. And uh, and I know there are many many Crusades, but like this is like ancient shit. Uh, that would just blow my it blew, mind. Oh, it blew my mind. I mean, I was 18 when I went. Like, you're just and standing And it's still there. one of the things, like, clearest things in my head. Like, I can see it to this day. You know, it's Mexico has something like that, too. In the state of Guanajuato, it's actually known for... There's a, a whole tourism kind of thing that happened. Las, Las momias de Guanajuato, the mummies of Guanajuato. Okay. And so Guanajuato is famous for mummies and for silver mines. And Guanajuato is it's like a cool combo. Yeah, also like one of the most kind of like colonial Spanish colonial looking provinces in Mexico. Like okay. the 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 architecture is very Spanish and super colonial. And um, they also have I don't know what is down there. Or I don't know what the earth is made of. If it's peat yeah, or what I, it is but there are natural, natural mummies. mummies and they take you down to see these mummies and um 
they're it's like you're looking at like it could have been yesterday yeah it's so crazy yeah and one of the mummies is a pregnant woman oh wow and they've 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 even like cut away part so that you can see the fetus oh my god that's also mummified right yeah, that's fucking it's, crazy. It's like a, one of those little Russian dolls, nesting dolls of mummies. Of, of mummies. Oh, that's wow. crazy. Yeah, so it's like how can how can places like that not have residual something. kind of energy or and, something? I mean, that- and you see, I, yeah, you're, and I think it's funny because just this just popped in my head. Like the the trope we almost use, we almost the trope we use in a lot of horror movies here, um, at least when we were younger, was. It's there's this detritus, there's this haunting because you built this place on Native American right. ground, right? Because that is our ancient culture, right? In America, but like we said, I mean, America did everything it basically could to eradicate that, right? So most of us, like you and I, grew up in Texas. We are, I mean, fuck, man, there were multiple. Tribes. Native American yeah. tribes. I mean, it's like we live in Apache land. Yeah, yeah. Right and, now. And, um, yeah, I mean, and Comanche. I mean, and yeah, and it's like so many of so many of our of our horror movies. I was just I just watched The Shining the other night, and I will watch again before October yes, is I done. Will as well. But you know, the the of course the the in The Shining in the movie, it's the Overlook Hotel, and and you you see the outside of the Overlook. In the mo- I mean, of the Stanley Hotel, which actually exists, um, and that's 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 the, the exterior they use. Yeah, the exterior yeah. they use, but the interior is not the interior right. of the Stanley. The interior is something else completely, and out of Kubrick's mind, right? Yeah. But it's important because in the Great Hall that's inside the Overlook, where he does all the typing uh-huh. and he plays handball and stuff like that, on the walls they have. This Native American artwork. That's right. Like the Native American, um, I, I'm, I'm gonna, but it's like, it's these, these kind of like Native American symbols that, 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 uh, depict gods and stuff right. like that. And he's basically in that room playing handball, throwing the ball up against the symbols. Right. Right. And every time that scene comes up, I have to say it out loud. I'm just like, okay, just wake them up. Yeah. Just, you you yeah, did it. You did just it. just wake them up uh-huh. and make them, you know, come back and get you. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's not just The Shining, but it's also um, Pet, Pet Cemetery. Cemetery. Yeah. Pet, also Stephen King. Uh huh. Um, where the the this place, but Amityville Horror supposedly. Yeah. It's because the house was built over this like burial ground where they wait. Am I getting the two mixed up? Uh, no, it's the, it's, it's, we have all of these stories yeah. about, you know, people of building structures sure, sure. over sacred right. spaces. And, and yeah, I mean, for us, that is the only sort of. And doesn't that fit in with like um, American culture anyway, is that we kind of have no respect for sacred spaces. Right. Like some spaces, only some people consider sacred. And so that's sacred. Right. Right. Like I can't imagine anybody doing anything horrible to you know, St. Patrick's cathedral, cathedral right? right? Because there's like a million Catholics or whatever. Right. But the fact that we don't consider Native American land sacred. Right. And so when you 
when you defile it, you get what you deserve. Yeah, man. and that is the that is that is the the connection to you know the ancient world in in the United States. But yeah, it's it's all. I mean, they've done their best to erase it, right? Yeah, you know, I when I was you know we've gotten far away from Malevolent, but it's all go related. see Malevolent. It's great. Well, it's a great movie, but. You know, as a little kid, I've told you stories about my grandfather's house, uh -huh. and, but I was a little kid, and it's like you never think that anybody's going to believe you. And yeah, as a little kid, you have a crazy imagination, but little kids also can feel shit, yeah. I think, you know. And there's like a theory that says that as a little kid, you are kind of like still in an abstract uh -huh. place, like you still have like one foot in this kind of like world and another and one foot in another existence because you are so open to just everything. Um, and I had experiences in my grandfather's house as when my grandfather was dying um, that I still remember and they still give me like the heebie-jeebies, like really, really bad. And so for a long time, I would be like, I think I believe in ghosts. I think I do. I think I've seen them. Right. I think I have felt it. I know I have felt bad shit. And my grandfather was a bastard. So, right. You know. said that. <laughs> and, uh, but this last time that I was in Providence, Rhode Island, directing a play, and Providence is like its own right. mixture of, you know, a lot of shit went down in Providence since the pilgrims happened. And it was also kind of like this nexus for like Satan worship and right. all that stuff. And then which, like a mob town. Yeah, and it's yeah, been a, a mob town. It's been a lot going on in Providence. But I could have, I swear to God, I walked into this little bookstore and it's, you know, in because they don't tear shit down. Right. This bookstore, it's a tiny little building that you kind of have to like, you know, make your way up and it's tiny and it was like chock full of books and, and maybe in an area the 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 space of of like this bedroom and my bedroom right um and i was standing there and i was looking through the shelf and i was looking at some books and john was standing next to me and he walked off that way to go look at the science fiction stuff of course right and i could have sworn that i saw him turn the corner you know? Yeah. And I was standing there and I found a book and there was a space in the bookshelf in front of me where I could see the other side of the bookshelf. Um, and I saw John kind of like appear in that hole. And I went, look what I found. Did you find something? And I looked up and showed, and then there was nothing, nothing there. And I was like, did I just, am right. I crazy? Right. And then I went, John, and John came around the corner from the other side. Right. And I, went around the corner and I was like, perhaps it was another person. And I looked around the corner and John and I were the only ones in there. the store. Right. And I could have sworn I saw someone looking at me and maybe I'm crazy. And all of you all out in podcast land are like, she's nuts or whatever. Um, and that was the first time as an adult where I went, I saw a fucking ghost. Right. I don't know. I don't even know where I'm, I'm no, going. No, but I mean, I, I, it's, and there is something, like you said, there's something about New England, you know, and there's, I don't know, there is, I, I told you, like, just watching this movie, I started to come around on some stuff, just thinking about places that have existed for so long, like. Right. And I think that this is part of, like, this all ties back, talking about the Native American stuff and whatever. You know, I talked a little bit before about how 
going into the movie in Malevolent, but also in others, you, you're tricked into thinking you know who the monster is. And I, it ties into it because, um, oh man, because yeah, the, the, in the movie, the, the, the thing that you think is the thing that is creating all the trouble. Isn't. Isn't. Right. At all. Right. And the thing that, that is there, that has been there, that continues to be there is fighting against, um, whatever. Yeah. Whatever the alive people are doing. Right. You know, it's my dad used to say when I was little and I was like, Oh, I'm afraid of ghosts. I don't, you know, whatever, whatever. And my dad used to say to me, you don't have to be afraid of ghosts. They're dead. They can't do anything to you. The ones you should be afraid of are people who are alive. Yeah. The living are the, the most terrible. The living are the most terrible yeah. people in the, you know, in, yeah. in our, in the world. So, I mean, I, I, it's, yeah, it's, uh, I, and whether I believe in, it doesn't even really matter. I like, even if I don't in my, I don't know. I like to think there's, you know, yeah, does it matter? I don't, I don't, I, I go back to the, the description you gave from the line from haunting of Hill house. Like, Maybe it's something we just don't understand and there's a natural thing, or maybe it is supernatural. Maybe there is more in this, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. But, no, but that that's true. And it was like, that was the best explanation I've ever heard because supernatural implies that it's like, oh, it's something uh-huh. that's like not normal right. or not natural, or it's not supposed to exist or something like that. And preternatural really is... Um, it's more like it's a thing that's there, but just because you don't understand doesn't it doesn't mean there's not doesn't an mean there's not an explanation yeah. for it. We just haven't found Figured the explanation. And how many inventions, how many discoveries, how many like plants, right? Goes back to like witches and shit like right. that. Just because you were a woman that knew how to use the natural world, how to cure yeah. to cure disease and people or how to deliver you, oh, a baby. Or how to deliver a baby uh-huh. or whatever. Oh, you're a witch. It's like no, just because you, you right. just because you don't understand it doesn't make it supernatural or evil. Or, yeah. It just means you don't understand it yet. Yeah. And isn't that like science? Science is just like magic that but we that have we found a way to sure. explain. I mean, and we had, you know, a long, long time ago when those two things were way more connected. Right. And you had yeah, like, especially absolutely. with like alchemy and shit, like when you uh-huh. had like weird the science magic crossover. Right. Um, yeah, I, no, I, I, and so, so then why do you think, I'm sorry. Andrew, no, no, go ahead. So then why do you think, you know, th- that we can understand this about like science, like chemistry and, and physiology and all that kind of stuff. And we're like, yeah, I mean, that's just magic that we have figured out. Right. And yet when somebody says, I saw a ghost right. or I, I talked to a dead person or whatever, why do you think, that people are so quick to go, you're no, crazy. you're crazy. Yeah. Why don't, why doesn't that also fit into this other category? I mean, I think that's, that's a good, that's a really good question. I mean, I think part of it is it's, it's also, I, it's very strange to me too when people who are religious would say that to someone. Right. If you believe in God and then you tell us, you're, you're like, well, I saw a ghost. Like, that's bullshit. Yeah, there's no proof. Well, right. that that's yeah. weird. Yeah, that's weird because if, like you believe in a ghost. Yeah, you <laughs> believe in a cool sky king. I don't know, whatever. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what his deal is right now, but uh, 
but for someone maybe who is not who is not religious who who is very sort of rational like, this or is whatever, this and this is that 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 you're like well there's you can't prove that and I could say, well, maybe you were dreaming, maybe you were half asleep, maybe sure. it was the way the light played against something. You know, you have all these. But who's to things. say that all those things, right, are not right? And I mean, I think it's you know, this might be a conversation for another time, but like, uh, there is something about you know, grief and and that the the hope of, of that, you know, yeah, the hope of wanting to see it, yeah. you know, and I mean. Uh, I know a lot of cultures, it's not just the Hispanic culture, but I know a lot of cultures also believe in this. But, you know, we believe that if if a loved one who has passed on, if you see them in a dream, and there are specific things that have to happen in the dream, but if you see them in the dream, it means that they have come to visit you. Sure. You know, whether you see that as a ghost coming to you in your dream, or whether you see it logically as kind of like... um this this message that i need or this lesson that i need to learn from, or this from beyond from beyond is something that i already have buried and in my brain i have filed it away and because of what it is it takes the shape of the person i most associate that information with okay. right um, whether you believe that's a ghost or whether you believe that's a thing that your brain is doing, but what is does it? it matter? What does it matter? Yeah, I mean, I this is I'm going to say something totally ridiculous now. That's going to sound, but it's totally ridiculous. Uh, I always like think like my cat. I have a you know my cat is 17 years old. One of my cats, he's badass, but he he's badass. putting in like a tight 20 hours of sleep a day now because yeah. he's old. And I'm like, does my cat? know the dip like what is the difference between being awake and being asleep for my cat and then i'm like well what is the difference from for me for us you know like why i point at him because he just sleeps all day like that's he's asleep i more think than he's, he's living awake. the dream absolutely he's fucking <laughs> living the dream literally and figuratively um but yeah like what what yeah know. no the aborigines in australia uh the aboriginal people in australia um they have a, a this is the the dream world is this is what you and i are living right now and to them the the world that they live in when they go into sleep is the that's, real, the, that's real the real world. world that's the real world and we're living in a dream okay and i don't know if that's sometimes i think oh what a beautiful romantic notion that sure. is and sometimes i think oh maybe that maybe that's a way that they have created to deal with the how the cult their culture has been fucking Fuck, yeah, er, yeah raped and eradicated, eradicated and yeah. sy systematically you know yeah by other people but in any case it's still a, a, a weird thing to consider yeah absolutely i mean absolutely you know i watched flatliners recently okay the, uh, the original the original flatliners with the julia roberts and the julia roberts the, julia, the kiefer sutherland the kiefer, the kevin, the kevin bacon. bacon great cast um yeah and you know they kind of touch upon some of these things are the are, are they really ghosts that come back, back. or are are they just being reminded suddenly of the thing they, yeah. that that and it's sort of manifesting that is manifesting thing. in their real life and what's the difference anyway it's going to manifest somehow somehow you know it's like in 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 Hill House in Haunting of Hill House the the super tall ghost oh my god the dude the first time i saw oh my god i don't want to ruin it but there's one character in in the who is 
he has addiction issues and when you get to the episode that is just about him uh-huh. and you see the thing that that he sees I, fuck I, me Aspen freaked the fuck I freaked. out freaked this is what we did for like this is what we did for my birthday oh god she bought me a bunch of cookies cause I love cookies and we literally just sat and watched like six episodes of oh Girls. my god wait a minute did she buy you all the same kind of cookie or different, different? kinds wow man yeah, that me, woman loves you she got me two treats it was very nice uh huh cause I party at 43 um hey man and when we got to that she freaked out and I so we're talking about the moment where he hears the uh-huh, noise uh-huh. and he goes to the door yes. and opens the door and what he sees, sees. in the hallway. Yeah. God damn it. She, I, she freaked and I, I like didn't talk. And then I said legitimately, I was like, I think this is the first time I've legitimately been scared in years. Uh, me too. I, I was sitting in that chair in my living room and I had my cat, DC, who's also a cool cat, was on my lap. And I was, you know, petting DC. And I think I... Like, my body immediately, like, did this thing. Like, I just kind of, like, got super tense and was holding on to DC so much so that DC was like, ah, let me like, go, let crazy me go, lady. Crazy yeah. lady. I freaked the fuck out. Yeah. It was not, it was not unlike the moment in It where you see the little, the little burnt headless yes. boy coming down yeah. the stairs, which also freaked me the that's, fuck yeah, out. That's, yeah, that's a, uh, but somehow this was scarier. Yes. So we're just going to have to, at some point, just break oh, down my God. The Haunting of Hill House. We are. We're going to have to break it down. And I, like, I, I feel like this is this has been a good episode. You should watch Malevolent. Yeah, watch Malevolent. Uh, it is a really good movie. It's going to go in the rotation. For me, it will go in yeah. the rotation and of, like, haunty ghost stories. And the opening is, like, to me, is, like, a lesson in how to open a movie. Oh, my God. It's, it's fantastic. Simple. Yeah. Almost no words. Perfect. Just action. Yeah. And then you get the thing. Um, um, it's, it's, yeah, it's a good movie. It's, I would put it up there in, in, you know, with, um, yeah, I would put it up there with the orphanage. I would put it up there with, um, not as great as the others, but, but in that, in that, in, milieu. in, in, that, in that same milieu of yeah. like haunted country manner, uh-huh. how, uh, movies. Yeah. Um, definitely. Um, so Monday we're gonna go see Halloween. Super excited! I'm very we're gonna excited. go see Halloween, and then we're gonna come directly back to the house, and we're gonna report yeah. on it. So if any of you out there have seen Halloween, do not tell us anything yeah. about it. Uh, did you? What did you think about that text that I sent you last night regarding Jamie Lee Curtis? Um. So yeah, we should. That's yeah. ridiculous. So I sent Michael. My daughter sent me a text, um, and it's like a little kind of like news item that was going around, and it has a picture of. Jamie Lee Curtis, and I, I, I guess Jamie Lee Curtis is a very outspoken liberal. Yeah. Um, if you follow her Instagram, you will know this. Or uh-huh. if you follow her on any kind of social media, uh, she's a super badass. <laughs> and there was like some news article, um, kind of like chiding her uh-huh. for being an outspoken advocate of gun control and yet using guns in a movie in a movie and i I texted mike and i was like are you ready to be mad let me show you this i'm like that is so fucking that is the stupidest stupidest. argument i have ever heard by that logic then men who rape in films should also be rapists. Yeah, like, and if you play a Nazi, you should be pro Nazi. I don't know. It's so know. stupid. It's so uh, dumb. We'll, we, I can't take it. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about it. Yeah. So uh, thank you to Jim John Make Noise mm-hmm. for our awesome theme music. Thanks Torchies for keeping yeah. the hope alive. And hey, it's not Halloween yet. 
we're getting there, but yeah, share your ghost stories with us on the Facebook. Yes, we would share love your, to ghost hear your ghost stories with us. I know that one uh, Tina Parker has a really great ghost story. I know a lot of you have super good ghost stories. Uh, we'd love to hear them. Uh, post them on our uh, Facebook page, and uh, we'll talk about it. Cindy, I had one Coke out of a bottle. Yeah, just one. <laughs> the other Coke you heard was a Coke Zero, so it doesn't count. Um, all right. All right. We'll uh, talk See to you next, next week. week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>